0: what's up everyone this is basement college football um it's gonna be a little bit of a different episode this time than our normal ones um justin and jason aren't with me today it's just scott anderson um I, my semester just ended so i'm gonna have a lot more free time on my hands justin and jason they have they have big boy jobs so i don't um, so i'm gonna try to get some midweek episodes in um it's gonna be a little bit different because i like doing the full thing with justin and jason we started it together and i, I want to keep that going um so these midweek ones that I'm doing, I'm going to focus more on Boise state. So if you listen to our other stuff, you'll know that my, my big two teams are I'm huge Nebraska fan, but also a huge Boise state fan. Um, and in the middle of Nebraska, I've had a lot of people ask me like, how'd that happen? And, um, I was nine or 10, I think when Boise state beat Oklahoma in that Fiesta bowl. And I distinctly remember where I was sitting. Um, what time of day it was. It was midnight in my house. I was sitting right in front of the TV on the floor. Um, and that was a so, super exciting game. And as a nine-year-old, I was like, this team is awesome. And the trick plays. And I just thought it was so cool. And I've followed them ever since. Um, so I just want to talk about them a little bit. Um, start a podcast for them. There's not a whole lot out there. I don't know how many listens I'll get. Um, but it's, I thought it'd be cool to talk about them. And also to just talk about the group of five in general. Um, there's a lot of really good football out there in the group of five. And unfortunately, a lot of major podcasts just talk about uh, the the Power Five, which I I get. Like, those are the ones that are competing for championships um, every year. And well, most years, I got maybe a little bit about a chance this year um, later. But um, there hasn't really been a team, a group of five team that's threatened for national championship. I know uh, UCF hung that banner and claimed to be the national championship when they went 14 and 0. But no one actually recognizes that. Um, but that doesn't mean there's not good football. And so that's that's why I want to focus on – I want to bring this podcast to everyone because um, a group of five teams, they play good football. They Everyone needs – or people need to know about them. Um, and so that's what I'm going to try to uh, bring to you guys. Um, so first of all, we're just going to start with a quick look at Boise State. Um, they're playing Hawaii tomorrow. Um, 10 o'clock kickoff my time. I think it's 6 o'clock. Hawaii time uh, so it'll be a late game um, I'm not to stay up and watch it um, I don't get them all the time that's on CBS Sports Network this time which is really annoying because my um, my cable network doesn't offer CBS Sports so I'm at to buy Hulu I think Hulu TV to get this game um, but that's fine like I don't get to watch them all that often um, so it'd be nice to actually turn them on and see them play um, Hank's back. Hank Bachmeier's back. Um, He's looked good when he's been able to play. Um, Hopefully we'll get George Helani back. Just a second, everyone. I'm having a little bit of technical difficulties with my computer. All right, I think I got things back. I don't know what was happening there. Um, yeah, we got we were going to Hawaii. Um, I always liked when we played Hawaii. We played Hawaii last year in the, the conference championship game. Uh, it was a pretty good game. Boise State came out on top. First undefeated season in the Mountain West. Um, so that was really cool. Um, yeah, we're going to Hawaii. I think I think we're gonna this is gonna be a pretty easy game for the Broncos. Uh, Hank's back. He's looked good. Four touchdowns, no interceptions so far this year. Hope I haven't jinxed him. The one worry I have is we haven't really got the running game going like I would have liked and like I, we have always seen in the past. Um, always had a 1,000-yard rusher. Um, that obviously probably won't happen this year with um, Helani missing time and also less games. Um, but that was a really good streak we had going. Um, Doug Martin, Martin Jerry McNichols, uh, Madison, um a uh so we had a really good run there DJ Harper was in there um but I think it's gonna end this year um and we haven't been able to run the ball well since that first game against Utah State. I don't know if it's because um Helani's not in um or if our we had a lot of new alignment coming in this year. I don't know if they were not getting a push like we we did the years before. Um but it just hasn't looked great. Um, up front, and Hank's getting hit a lot too, like he did last year. And he's played really well while he's been in. And Jack Sears too. Jack Sears has played really well. To one game, he really got to play the whole game. But O line problem still a thing. Um, we need to be able to get the run game going. I think moving forward. And Mountain West is they got they got some good teams. We have San Diego State later, and they really shut down um, the run game against Hawaii last week. So. We need to make sure we keep working on the run game, and hopefully, we get things going before we get into that San Diego State game. Um, and we get things going this week against Hawaii. Hopefully, Helani will be back. I haven't heard anything. Um, Andrew Van Buren's good back. Uh, he leads our teams on lead. He leads the team in touchdown rushes. But I'd like to have Helani back. He obviously showed that he was a, a stud last year and the first game this year, but like a hundred yards on fifteen carries or something. Good game there against Utah State. So it would be nice to have him back. Um, for the Warriors, they really like to run the ball. They had a had a, had a pretty good thing going until they ran into San Diego State. They lost to uh, Wyoming, which was kind of surprising, but they still put up some yards in that game. Um, they like to run the ball. And um, other than Air Force and BYU, I guess that only leaves um, Utah State, and colorado state boise state's been pretty good against the run i think um averaging less than giving up less than four yards carry in those two games um air force is always always a challenge for boise state for whatever reason they just can't figure out the option um i think they average like over six yards carry which isn't great um and the byu that was that was just bad and a forgettable game and I have a little bit more about BYU later, but that was tough. And I know BYU is not the Boise State's oldest rival, but it's a fun game and game you want to win. And to lose to them two years in a row, that's tough. So, um, But hopefully we get things going against Hawaii this week. Um, Khalil Shakir has been a really, really pleasant surprise. He had a really good year last year. I didn't know he was going to play like this this year. Um, CT Thomas has also played really, really good. Especially last week, um, the last two weeks, he's had really big weeks. Um, but uh, Shakir's probably been our best run threat, honestly, since uh, since solani has been out. And that's that's not that's not amazing um, for your football team. You don't want your receiver to be your biggest run threat. Um, not that Andrew Van Buren's been bad; just doesn't have to seem to have like the vision, maybe to find those holes, get those cuts, um, to get some more yards like Kalani does. Um, So I really hope Holani's back this week. Um, we have San Diego, S- San Jose State, sorry, um, next week. So if we can get out of this week with a win, which I really think we should, we are the more talented team. Um, next week we have San Jose State. San Jose State is actually getting the week off this week, not by their choice and not by the schedule. Um, COVID restrictions um, and cases strike again, they won't be playing this week. I don't know if that's a benefit or not. Um, they had Fre- they were at Fresno this week. Um, for Boise or for San Jose, I think next week's going to be a really good game and a Thanksgiving game. Um, if Boise State won big this weekend and San Jose had played and maybe won, we could be looking at an outside shot at a top 25 matchup here in the Mountain West uh, if other teams were to lose. Um If Tulsa had lost last night, better chance. Um, More on that game later. Um, But unfortunately, they're getting the week. They're not going to be able to play this week. Um, So it'll maybe take a little bit out of the the excitement out of next week's game. I still think this is probably the best team Boise State has left on their schedule uh, other than uh, BYU. Um, uh, Nevada looks pretty good, but we missed Nevada this year. And obviously San Diego State looks really good too. Um, good defense as always, um, but I think I think we're gonna get through this week fine. Um, I don't love the late kickoff, uh, but that's what you get when you play at Hawaii. Um, there's not really much they can do about that. They don't want to kick off at 10 a.m. Um, so yeah, and next now we're gonna jump into Group of Five in the playoff. Uh, I know there's been a lot of talk about this year that this year uh, with. BYU playing really good, and Cincinnati obviously playing really well as well. And obviously there's a talent gap. Um, no group of five team is going to make the playoff and be more talented than a Power 5 team that they face. Um, that's not saying that they're not more talented than it. some Power 5 teams. Are, Cincinnati is uh, – is, completely more talented than say a Kansas or um, probably even like a Boston college, even though BC is having a pretty good year. Um, But as we've seen uh, repeatedly is not obviously the most talented team that wins. And obviously sometimes most talented teams have so many other problems. Like look at Michigan this year, Michigan should be so much better than they are. And they just can't get the talent that they have to, Um, produce on the field, Um, and Cincinnati and Luke Fickle has been able to do a lot with um, the talent they have. Not that they don't have talent, but they obviously aren't rolling in the riches that, say, Ohio State is, and yet they're still having a super good year and look really good, top 10 in the nation. Um, So should they get a shot? And I'm not necessarily against it. And if the American keeps playing like they are year in and year out, having multiple teams ranked and um, beating Power Five teams in the non-conference schedule, um, I can see eventually if so, if UCF um, undefeated year, if that was this year, I think the shot would be a lot better because the Americans been around for a while. They, Memphis was there last year, you know, and UCF the year before that. Um, and Cincinnati this year. So every year the American has that team that is top ten is um, a challenger for not only the New York Six, but they're in the back of people's minds for the playoff. Not like a series stop, but people bring their name up. Um, and so if the American keeps getting that prestige, I think eventually there might be a route to the playoff. And they're hurt this year because there's no non-conference games, which Cincinnati had a mm, – let me go check Cincinnati's ar- original schedule. I knew they played the Huskers, which – not going to lie. I'm kind of glad we missed that game. But um, they might have had some more chances to really prove themselves against what people view as, as better talent. And I'm not going to say that some of these teams aren't great talents. SMU has proven they're talented. Um Army has been good. They beat Army this year. Tulsa they postponed. Hopefully they get to make that game up. See here, it's scheduled for um, December twelfth. So that'd be a good thing on the resume if Tulsa can stay undefeated. Um, Tulsa, by the way, played one of the, in one of the most exciting games <laughs> this year on a Thursday night. Last night, I stayed up to have to to watch the finish of it. Um, Tulsa plays with fire a little bit. They've won now multiple games. They've been down 14 points last night. They had their third string quarterback in and they still found a way to come back and win. Um, winning on a pick six and double overtime. So that was a really exciting game. Like, like I said, at the start of this podcast, like group of five, um, and the lesser conferences, as people say, have some really good football and it's really exciting to watch. And I think a lot of people overlook them. Um, so back to Cincinnati, uh, I don't think they're going to get in this year. I, I don't really think there's a path now at the PAC 12 coming back and Ohio state, obviously, and Notre Dame jumping into that spot really hurt them. Um, it only helps if they beat Clemson again, which I don't know if that can happen. Um, well, definitely can. I, I don't believe it will, but um there would have to be a whole lot of chaos for Cincinnati to get in. And that's really unfortunate because they've really they played lights out and they haven't really played anyone close. So even though they're playing less, lesser talent, they're winning by a lot. And they have a big game this weekend against UCF at UCF in the bounce house. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but UCF, the naming rights for their stadium ran out. so And it was, has been nicknamed nicknamed the bounce house. For a lot of times, for a lot of years, but so now they just called that called it that uh, for the year before they can get some new naming rights. Um, I think it's kind of dumb, um, but I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. What was it called before? Let me Google that. Sorry, I'm pulling that up. Um, the bounce house is obviously in Orlando, where UCF is. Oh, Spectrum! They were Spectrum Stadium. Um, I'm pretty sure UCF is the most attended college in the country. Um, which just seems kind of crazy to me. But I've been to Orlando. It's a good time. You should go, Everyone should go. Um, but this is a big game down there in Orlando, Florida. UCF, um, welcoming the Bearcats to town. UCF, the RPI actually has UCF as a favorite, 56.8% to win this game. Um, and as a fan of Boise State, wanting them to get back in that uh, New Year's Six Bowl, I'm probably going to be rooting for UCF but Cincinnati is a really good story and with, they're the real outside shot, um, to get into the playoff. I don't think BYU really has a chance anymore. Um, so if, if I want that to keep going, I guess I got to go for Cincinnati, but, um, UCF is really the team I want to win this game. Cause I want the Broncos to go to the New Year's six bowl and bring some oh, of that back. Since if he has the Fiesta bowl against Arizona, um, They couldn't do it last year. I think they had a really good year, but unfortunately, Memphis played better. I think they ended the year twenty fourth. Air Force was actually ranked ahead of them at the end of the year, even though we beat them. But that's what you get when you win your last game of the season. And Boise State obviously got blown out, got the doors blown off by Washington and Chris Peterson. Um, Farewell to him. Um, Good career. Wish he would have stayed here in Boise, but I'm happy with Brian Harson. So, but yeah, rough end of the season last year. So hopefully a little bit better this year, but, um, sorry, I got off topic a little bit, but Cincinnati and UCF, uh, the different, like the two extremes in this game, um, Cincinnati plays really good defense. They have, they're averaging like less than 20 points a game. Oh, by far. Yeah. Let's see. ECU put 17 on them. SMU 13. Then we have seven, 10, 10, uh, 13. Ooh, they played Army. I don't remember the score of that game. It was 24-10. Another 10-score sc- game. I guess, wow, Austin Pe- P, scored the most points on him. 20 points, 55-20. Um, really good defense against UCF, which is a high-powered offense. Um, so it's going to be a really fun game. We're going to see which, which belief, offense or defense, um, really shines through in this game. Um, I think it's... I think it's going to be the UCF offense. I think Cincinnati's going to have to score to keep up with them. No one has been able to stop Dylan Gabriel in that offense. Um, so I really think it's going to be a shootout and we'll see if Cincinnati can keep up. Um, I think I would have to lean towards the RPI in this game um, and pick UCF. I don't know if that's the bias in me coming out, being a Boise State fan. But that's where I would lean. Um, To BYU, quick segue to BYU. Um, They haven't played anyone. And I know everyone's tired of hearing all BYU fans, they're tired of hearing that. Um, And that Boise State win is going to look better because people look at that name and they know Boise and they know the history the Broncos have and they know that's a, a bigger program than, say, Texas State and UTSA. Um, But I think BYU, the Boise State game, was their worst case of a best-case scenario. So they needed to come in, and they needed to pound us, which they did, and they needed to make it look easy against a better program. But at the same time, Boise State was out, their first string and their second string quarterback and their first string running back due to COVID. Um, I believe, I don't know if that's actually true, if that's why Helani has been out, but um, that's why Bachmeyer was out. That's pretty well known at this time. Um, But they got us when we were down and I don't think the way they beat us was so, so thorough. I don't think Boise would have won that game with their, those their starting quarterback and Helani, if they had, Jack Sears or um, Bachmeyer. I don't think they would have won. But I do think it would have been a hell of a lot closer than 51-17. Um, but if there was even a chance of BYU getting in, the committee is going to look at that game and be like, who'd they beat? And they're going to point to that Boise State game. And they're going to be like, they're missing a lot of guys. I don't know how good this win actually is. And So I think that's actually going to hurt them more than help them which sucks because they really don't have that good of a chance to get another good win. San Diego state would be a okay win at the end of the year. Um, we'll see if San Diego state can keep winning, uh, cause they lost to San Jose state. Um, that was only their only loss, but I think BYU needed to get Boise to win to, they needed to beat Boise convincingly with Boise state's whole team. And then they needed Boise state to blow everyone else out, which so far they have, they've have done. Um, and they needed San Diego State to come in undefeated and do the same, beat them. Uh, for them to really have a chance, and they need that Army game rescheduled, and they need Army to look better than they do. Um, so I, I think the door is completely closed on BYU, um, and then I'm not, not sad about that. I if, I know they're not technically Group of Five because they're not in a conference, but I wouldn't want to see that them to be the team to make the playoff. I'd much rather have Cincinnati in than BYU. Um, So I don't think they have a chance, um, and I'm not sad about that. That being said, they looked really good against us, and that's not just because, as much as I want to say, it's just because Bachmeyer and Helani were out. It's not just because of that. They were a really good team. And Zach Wilson is a stud and he's going to play on Sundays. That's for sure. Um, yeah, hopefully he leaves this year and the receivers leave and Algiers leave. And hopefully, hopefully they're not back next year when we play them again. I I don't know if I could stand losing to BYU three years in a row. Um, but enough about BYU. Didn't like talking about him anyways. Um, I want to take a quick look at the conferences the group of five conferences let me pull those up quick here on ESPN I want you guys all to know this is a super super unstructured thing and you can probably tell by my rambling Um, I'm gonna get better as weeks go this is the first one I've done alone that's a little different a little weird not being able to vibe off someone else and get their opinions and and thoughts to talk about. Um, so it's a little weird doing it alone. I don't love it. i tell you what, I don't love it. Also, before I move on, another reason I'm doing this, my girlfriend got me a really nice podcasting mic for my birthday, and I couldn't just not use it, you know? I've got to put it to use. Um, so that's what I'm using right now. This is like a test episode for that. So... As I was saying earlier, the American is obviously, and I don't know how close it is, the best group of five conference. Last two years, especially, and probably the year before that too. This year, Cincinnati's 7th, Tulsa's 25th. They just won again last night. UCF looks pretty good. SMU looks all right. Um, Memphis is a little bit down this year. But they had a really good year last year. Um and then I want to say the Mountain West, I do, um, but the Sun Belt looks good, and that's crazy. Um, I'm putting the Mac last just to get them out of the way. Maction's really exciting. I watched some of that this week. I'm happy they're back too. Uh, not football season's not the same without some mid, mid midweek Mac-tion. Um but I think it's pretty obvious they're not the they're the worst Super Five conference, and it w- would have been. I-, I think historically, Conference USA has been better than the Sun Belt. I think for sure, but the Sun Belt has brought in Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State, um, has really helped them because those two teams look really good. Um, Louisiana's ranked the Raging Cajuns. They're twenty fourth. Um, Georgia Southern's pretty good year in and year out. Um, Troy beat some beat some power fives, including Nebraska, um, in their day. <clears throat> so I think the Sun Belt might be second. I don't. I think it's pretty close though, because I think the Mountain West has a lot of good teams that just haven't got the recognition because they haven't been playing as long. Um, Boise State, I obviously think, is really good. San Ho- San Diego State, I think, is is a good team. San Jose State, surprising, but I think it's a pretty good team. I don't know if they're a top twenty-five team, but they're going to win some games, and they already did four and zero. Nevada, another good team. Uh, I think it's close between the Sun Belt and the Mountain West. Uh, I'll give the Sun Belt the edge right now, um, just because Coastal Carolina and Louisiana are both ranked, and Appalachian State looks really good too. Um, and the last, and last but not least, I like I said, the MAC. Um, nothing against the Mac. And I, I don't know if it's just because they play on those midweek games, but it, it sometimes the games don't even have like a, like a power five feel to them. You know, like at least when I'm watching Appalachian state, like it feels like, like, okay, these guys are D one. Like, this is a big deal. When I'm watching Mac. It's like, nobody's there. I guess nobody's there for most of these games this year, but there's no fans ever there, even when they can come. Um, they're playing on like a Monday at seven. Um, they're running a bajillion plays. There's no defense, so I I don't know. It's 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 I I think they're falling behind. Honestly, since Western Michigan um, got that spot in the New Year's Six, I really think they've taken a major step back. The whole conference as a whole, um, not being that's the. Best. That's not saying that, uh, it's not exciting football because it is, um, it's just, it has a different feel to it, has a, has a lesser feel to it. If I can say that, um, there's some really good games this weekend. I'm going to get to those and log off here today. Some really exciting games. Like I mentioned earlier, Tulsa Tulane was a really good game, um, Friday, there's not a whole lot. New Mexico at Air Force. I don't know how good that game is going to be. I think the Lobos are... I guess Air Force didn't look great either. But I think Air Force is going to win that one pretty easily. (laughs) But on Saturday, we got App State at Coastal Carolina. That's going to be a great game. That's 11 o'clock kickoff. My time, anyways, on ESPN2. Um that'd be a real big measuring stick for the Chanticleers. You know, Hap state's been that team in the sunbelt. They've been, they've been the guy. So the chant has got to beat the gap, to get to the top. Um, so that's going to be a big game. Um, Georgia, Georgia Southern at army. That's a sneaky, good game. If you're into the option football on the same option uh, offense. Uh, so that'll, that'll be, I think it'll be a pretty close game. I think Army's going to get that win that will. They were ranked last week and they fell apart against Tulane, Um, but Army's been known to do that. Even that year, they had ten wins. They played close in a lot of games. I guess that's the offense they run too. But and then obviously Cincinnati at UCF. um, That's two thirty kickoff on ESPN. That'd be perfect. My Nebraska Huskers will get done at. um, I'll get done around two thirty so I can watch that game. And then obviously the nightcap: Boise State at Hawaii at 10 on CBS Sports Network. Um, Hulu Hulu Live TV has CBS Sports. So if you really want to watch it, that's where you can go. Um, that's all I got for you guys today. Again, next week, I'm going to be a little bit more crisp, have some more time to talk about things, um, do some more research on things. I'm done with my semester now. Uh, so hopefully I'll be able to put a little bit more work into my podcast. Um, I enjoy doing it but I get no listens anyways, (laughs) as, as the rule is, uh, um, there's no rules and no one listens anyways. So, um, also coming to you guys, if you guys like history, um, my sister and I are going to be doing a podcast. It'll probably fall under a different name than this one, but I'll get that name to you guys when we're ready to start going. Um, she's a history major and I am, my degree will be in social science education. So I like history myself. I want to teach it. Um, I know crazy and me living in basements. I'm going to have a real job someday. Um, but we're going to bring a history podcast out to you guys. Um, I'm not sure what it's going to be about yet. Um, but it should be a lot of fun and, um, I'll get you more information when that comes. Uh, if you get some, him- get some history listening in over Christmas break. Um, Also, I'm finally going to start decorating my room in my new basement. Uh, I don't know if you you guys heard, but I moved out of the dupe. That's why it's not the dupe basement college football football anymore. It's just basement college football. Um, Into a new basement. I'm finally going to decorate. Finally got some money. Got some time. Um, And it might be time to grow up yet. Grow up now. But uh, I haven't decided yet. Um, I'll see if Justin and Jason will do a hype cast tomorrow for the Scurs. So be looking for that uh, hypecast. Stole that from Twenty Four Seven Sports. Um, so don't don't copyright me on that. Um, till next time, see you guys.